what you're about ready to hear is something that I feel prompted to record as what might be considered my first channeled message meant to be recorded. I say that because I don't know this with my intellect. It does not make sense to my mind what I'm about ready to do, which I don't even know what it is I'm about ready to do with my mind. But with my heart, I know. I'm sitting in the front seat of my car right now in the middle of the afternoon. My workday consisted of having a podcast interview that I did earlier today and I have a coaching call later this afternoon in about an hour and a half from now. But lately, when I'm not actively engaged in a scheduled activity spending time with my wife or my children I have been magnetically drawn to solitude to go off to a solitary place where I can sit in silence and be. Not do, be. And lately, being has a lot more doing to do with non-judgment, non-criticism, non-doubt about the fullest expression of my soul and my heart and my being. I want to speak about my experience with something called light language. Light language is not something that I understand with my mind. But I understand with my spirit, my soul, my heart. I feel led to try to explain to you in my own words what light language is. And 
there's a part of me that now looking back is something that I may have been exposed to in my faith journey at a season of my life when I was very much a part of the orthodox Christian church and in the uh, Protestant realm of that and even broken down into a season of life where I attended what I would describe as a charismatic Pentecostal church. I would did not grow up in that kind of church. My most of my experiences up to that point were in Nazarene churches, Baptist churches, the non-charismatic for sure. But I did attend a charismatic church. And at that time, I felt a connection with God. And through many seasons of my life, and looking back, I see that there's never been a time that I've not been. But consciously aware, I I felt connected. There was something about the freedom of expression in that church, in the charismatic Pentecostal church I attended every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and Tuesday night. And I used to wear that as a badge of honor. That would make me a good Christian if I spent so much time there, blah, 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 blah. But really, it had nothing to do with that at all. I felt drawn to that place. I just felt drawn to that space. And while I never really fully allowed my heart to open and expand into the expression of the soul's song and dance, I was mesmerized. I was in awe of those who did. There were those who were so caught up in the expression of the soul and spirit within them that they would dance, they would shout, they would sometimes run up and down aisles and do all kinds of like, woo, and all that stuff. And I'm like, what is going on in this place? And then there was this thing that they called speaking in tongues. Now, I didn't know what to think about any of this. I I tell you today that I was in awe and drawn to that and my soul, my spirit, my heart was drawn to those things. But my mind rejected it. My mind criticized it. My mind said, look how crazy these people are acting. 
my mind said, that can't be real. Or my mind said, if that, if what they are speaking is real, then it's something they're uniquely gifted and it's not something for you, Cliff. Imagine that many hours a week for a year and a half and thinking and believing that they had access to something that I didn't. I always felt somewhat less than because I didn't have this gift of speaking in tongues because I didn't have in myself or gave myself the freedom to express myself to be caught up in it and in a way I'm not even sure that I felt it at the time because my mind was so judgmental against what I saw other people doing that my mind did not understand but the gift of tongues totally acceptable within certain branches of Christianity. I've even heard of charismatic Catholics. Now, when I was a teenager and had this experience, there was a time that I would pray for this gift of speaking in tongues. And in my time alone in prayer, I would start making noises with my mouth and I just felt I'm making this up. It sounds like something close to what I hear in the church. I have no understanding of what I'm saying and it just sounds like gibberish. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. I'm just making a bunch of noises and it, it, this isn't real this isn't what it, it, matter of fact at the time there were those who said there should be no speaking in tongues unless there's an interpreter and there was no interpreting what I was experiencing so I dabbled for a little bit and I immediately discounted it I say immediately, within a couple of days or maybe even a couple of weeks. I I tried it a couple of times. I had done something that sounded like speaking in tongues, but I convinced myself that, you know, I need to stop being an imposter uh, and and that this just isn't for me. I, 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 I need to accept the fact that God has gifted me with gifts, many gifts, and who am I to be upset or feel less than simply because he didn't choose to give me this gift of speaking in tongues? Eventually, I don't know why or how I could go back, and it's not important to this story, but I left that church and eventually ended back up into a Nazarene church for what would take me into a, a very significant new chapter of my relationship and understanding of God. And I'll never forget, you know, I, I, I pretty much 
chose to go down a branch of Christianity that that didn't highly emphasize this speaking in tongues. In fact, it had almost nothing to do with it at all. And and so therefore that meant that I could probably not be in my mind less than other people that I'm surrounded with every day. And this, but that might have had something to do with it. I don't know that I consciously or even maybe even subconsciously chose that. But as I look back and reflect, it's very clear that that uh, I did not was not intimidated ever or confronted with any questioning of the fact that I did not have this gift of speaking in tongues. And so I pursued my path down there, my relationship with God there, all within this structure called institutionalized Christianity or the local church, because that's what I had been trained and conditioned to believe is how you connect with God. And quite frankly, it served me well in many ways to bring me to where I am today. So I have no judgment of that system. Um, Everything was done with the best of information that everyone had with at the time. And I know everybody had the right intent and motives most of the time. So I gave up on this idea that I would ever speak in tongues. And quite frankly, until about a year and a half ago, I, I don't know that I ever thought about it again, except for one time. I do remember I, I was pursuing my calling of just loving and serving people. And, and at the time I thought this meant, you know, this is a life that's meant to be in ministry and service to others through professional Christian ministry. And I was working towards becoming a pastor and that there's a story of my experience in having a decade as an associate pastor but again not a part of this story so i remember i was studying for my local preacher's license in the nazarene church local minister's license is actually what it's called in the nazarene church and when I was in, undergoing those initial studies, one of my cousins, who is a part of another charismatic church, not Pentecostal per se, but another branch of Christianity that's very charismatic, and he says, do you have the gift of speaking in tongues yet? And I said, no. He goes, well, how how can you do ministry if you don't have that? I'm, I'm paraphrasing this conversation. It's a very long time ago. But anyway, he said in effect that it's not possible to be fully involved in the ministry of God if you don't speak in tongues. And I'm like, what? And I was quite offended. I was hurt by this. And it, and it tore into my, my well-being in such a way that I felt judged and, and once again, I questioned, am I less than? Ultimately, I came away from that and, and convinced myself that this just isn't for me and, and that you don't have to have that to be the fullest expression of your relationship with God. It, it's just not required. So, gosh, that would have been right around 1997 that that happened. So you fast forward all the way, let's see, 2007, 2017, so 20 years. Then you take uh, 20, that's 23. So about 23 years later, I come across this thing called Clubhouse. 
And at this point, I've been embarking on a pretty incredible new chapter of my spiritual journey. And 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 I am experiencing things that are outside of what I've been taught is reasonable or even right to pursue. Reading books about Hinduism, Buddhism, and and then other Taoism and everything related to philosophy and enlightenment and uh, new age law of attraction and all of these things as I'm studying these things I'm magnetically drawn to them I can't not pursue it in my heart it's just like this it's I'm being led and guided to this from within and it goes against everything that I've been conditioned to believe. It's like this is this is dangerous stuff. In fact, when I began to finally speak about it in a podcast that's my audio journal, I had some people warn me about this. This is dangerous. And they echoed in their emails to me the same thoughts that were going through my mind because it's it is heavenly heavily conditioned but thankfully I knew Romans 8 38 which says something to the effect that neither height nor depth neither angel nor demon nor anything in all of creation there's a couple more things in there but nothing in all creation will be able to separate me from the love of God that is in Christ now it does say Jesus and and I believe that Jesus was Christ. So anyway, with that God says pursue to your heart's content. Uh, uh, content. Just just go, pursue. And then as I get into this some relationships with some people, I notice I I started following some people that are a part of a different way of seeing their relationship with God than what I've ever considered myself. And and I entered, I followed one of these people into a room that they were a part of. And all of a sudden, it was something with the title, Light Language. Never in my life prior to that I ha- have I ever heard of Light Language. But when I got into that room there were people speaking what I would my mind would say is gibberish made up mumbo jumbo sometimes somebody would be in that room and they would speak their light light language and it would sound very similar to the speaking of tongues that I heard in the Pentecostal church. And later in a season when I first met my wife, she was attending an Assembly of God church. And also, even though this is a social audio, so it's only audio, there's no video of what's going on, it's very clear that these people also 
not only did some of them have light language that sounded a great deal like speaking in tongues in a charismatic church, which I've seen and heard a lot of, but in their expression when talking in English and just also their expression when speaking in tongues, I could tell that they had that same unashamed heartful, open embracing of the connection with the Spirit of God that they were free. Now, I got to tell you, I thought this room and everything, it, it was weird. I criticized it in my mind. I said, this is, yeah, this is, this is weird. And I'm sure I came up with some other descriptive words to just say how unreal this is and blah 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 it just this is not for me and I may have popped out and I, I remember popping right back in <laughs> intrigued I'm, I'm drawn to it. it that I just want you to hear I was drawn to it listen and it, it was fine when it was it sounds like it could even be a potential language maybe but and and all of a sudden some of it sounds like um, Egyptian, some of it sounds like uh, maybe Japanese or Chinese, some of it sounds like it's some ancient language that maybe has been long forgotten and uh, you know, maybe I could vibe with this room for a little bit, but then all of a sudden there's people who are doing hissing and clucking and and all sorts of really weird sounds, like okay now I'm out <laughs> until I was drawn right back in I found myself many times because we have this dog we've had for three years now, our little pup Leo, oftentimes walking him at night under the stars when it's dark. And I'd go for these walks with Leo and I would open up Clubhouse and inevitably there seemed to always be this light language room. And there are multiple different clubs and different people who open these rooms and I would just go in and I would listen. I would never go up on the stage. I would just be in the audience and I would just listen. And I couldn't understand why. But I did it anyway. And there was a part of it that just I think I just admired these people's freedom to be themselves. There might have been a part where my mind asked myself, do these people know what they're saying? Do they do they know what's going on here? I, I mean, do, like when they're speaking this light language, do they? And I, I never had the courage to ask those people that question. Well... I hired a spiritual coach that is way outside of the comfort zones of anything that I've ever allowed myself to pursue before outside of just privately reading books and watching YouTube documentaries or maybe just listening in on the sidelines in some clubhouse rooms. But I, I decided to pursue a coach who clearly spoke like language and and when I heard her speak light language and do something called activation, which I had no idea what that is. And I'm only 
slowly beginning to understand what that means today. And uh, it's not the purpose of this recording. Although I'm still not quite fully sure uh, what the purpose of this recording is, other than to document what is light language for me in a, in a piece of content that I can explain what it is and my experience with it. But I, I know that when I started this, I said there would be a channeled message. But for me to get to a channeled message, I first need to explain, what, even if I know what a channeled message is. Um, <laughs> this is why I love speaking from my heart versus my mind and knowing the difference between the two. It's pretty amazing. And that's a message in, its of, in and of itself for those who have ears to hear. So, light language, I was in this room, it was called the Ancient Ones, and there were uh, multiple people on the stage, and they were giving light language activations to people within the group, and I heard the person go up on stage and said, I'd like a light language activation. They could request it from one person or another, you know, all this other stuff. And what happened was um, they would just say, okay, this is for you. And then they would speak what I'm going to just say in my mind at the time was absolute gibberish. It didn't make any sense. How could anybody understand what that was? And if there's no interpretation, what's going on here? And so and and I didn't know what was going on, but when this girl named Fabian, when she spoke and did a light language activation for someone in the group, my soul jumped out of my chest. Not literally, not physically. But there was a visceral reaction in my heart. There was a resonance. I had no idea what she was speaking, but it spoke to my heart. It spoke to my soul. Next... I, I I just continued to listen in. Somebody else did a soul activation. And, and, and don't get me wrong, there were some other people who did it, and it, it didn't sound a lot different. I mean, it, it's, there were each person. But there were two women, Fabian, and there was this other woman who was giving, who were requested the most to give soul activate light language soul activations, or not soul activations, but activations, um, which I had no idea what it is, and I still don't know completely. But... There were two two that were being kind of like tag teamed back and forth when people in the audience were asking for who they'd like to be receive a, a light language from, and and the other people in the room it did not have that same impact on me, but then there was a second time that the second time that Fabian was requested when she did it again light language in my mind at the time speaking complete gibberish makes no sense at all all of a sudden instantly i'm like who i i am 
I am in tune with what is being said, even though my mind can't comprehend. But my heart says, my heart's drawn. It's, it's, it's magnetic, magnetically attracted to what is being communicated from her soul. And I didn't even have that language at the time. I didn't, I wouldn't have been able to put words other than the fact that I'm like, who is this girl? So I click on her bio and I, I read through and then I'm, I'm like, okay, well, let me click through to her website. And I click through to her website and there's this thing that says you can book, you know, you can pay a, a, a fee and book a 30 minute one-on-one call with her to do a, a private light language activation. And I... I'm like, why am I on this website? <laughs> and I'm looking at dates and times and I'm looking to see it and I'm like, okay, and how much is it? And I'm like, I'm like, okay, where's my wallet? And, and I just have it sitting there and, and I'm like, and then I'm like, my mind is saying, no, this is crazy. This is, what are you doing? Just close it. And so I closed it and I believe I then found myself same night, all of this in the same room. And, um, all of a sudden, Michael Sebastian, who is in this room says, hi Cliff, I see that you're down there. And, and he, he just spoke my name and says, it's wonderful to see you again, my friend and stuff like that. And that, that was really all that was being said. And, and at this point, I still, now I, ha- I have Fabian's website again in my tab and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to just send this to email this to myself. And if this is still on my heart, if I still feel prompted to reach out to Fabian tomorrow, I'll see this in my email inbox. I'll look her up and, and I'll follow through then. But right now this, this is just, and then all of a sudden I get a back channel message from P- Fabian and that's back channel is it's a direct message on clubhouse in the back channel fabian says something to the effect of hey i saw that you know i saw you come into the room and when you came into the room i felt a presence here and i and when michael said your name something inside of me stirred. I, I, I'm making this up. I'm paraphrasing this as best as I can. But she says, hey, I feel like I'm supposed to do a an activation for you. And I wrote back saying, that's crazy because I was sitting here about ready to book a session to do a, a, a an activation because I felt that as well. And she says, we're about ready to wrap up here but if you can stick around, I'd love to just jump on a private one-on-one with you and 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 do this. And so after that room was over, we had a private clubhouse room, just the two of us. And she did for me privately what was being done for others in this group publicly. And during this, we had a little bit of a conversation and... I I still at this point kind of don't understand what light language is, but then she begins to speak in light language or speak in from my old times in the Pentecostal charismatic church, speaking in tongues in a way. And 
it definitely opened up things inside of me. It spoke to me in ways that words in the English language that I understand with my mind could not speak to me. Words in the English language that my mind can comprehend would not adequately communicate what was communicated through the vibrational resonant communication that happened through this. And I didn't even fully understand what it was. And, but over time, it instantly it impacted me. And over time, it impacted me. And it became more and more clear what was going on. And, and I just, and that was just this first experience. And, you know, I said, thank you. And, and that was interesting. And, not fully comprehending what just happened there. And I, and I authentically say, I just, I don't know what just happened. I, this is interesting. It's kind of, I might even been authentic enough to say this is kind of weird. I don't even know why I would do this. And, but, um, anyway, that, that was that. And I continued to be drawn to these rooms and these people. And um, at some point, I began to talk to Fabian about potentially hiring her as a coach to answer some of my questions. But it, that's not the type of coaching that she does. She doesn't actually coach on the concepts of spiritual things. She does activations and stuff like that and recognizes that you, the answers that you seek are within you and you'll be led and guided to those answers to find your own path and journey. And no two paths are the same, and it, it's you know it's not essential all this other stuff, and and I kind of appreciated that about her, and yet at the same time I'm like I want somebody who could just give me answers, <laughs> you know. So um, we talk about working together. This was probably in September or October last year, and and uh, I said I think I'd like to do this, um, but probably at the first of the year, and. I started working with her in January. Now, I have never, ever once had Fabian as my coach guide me to, you need to try this out. You need to go do this. Um, but what happened is on my own, I began to, in my times of meditation feel drawn to speak light language in the same way that I tried when I was, you know, 15 years old in the Pentecostal church. And I did. And it sounded just like I had sounded when I was 15 years old. It sounded exactly the same. And because of that, I convinced myself, oh, this is gibberish. I'm just making this up. Eventually, I had the courage to ask Fabian about it. And, and she said, and, and the, the best thing that I will just say is this, that the way that I understood what was communicated to me from Fabian and is this, it, it's not necessarily about the words. It's about 
following the flow and the harmonics and the the vibration and the resonance of your heart, your soul. It is about tuning in to that energy that is you at the center of your being. It is being one with the spirit within you. I'm not saying these are all words that, that Fabian has shared with me, but these are a combination of what she has said and what I have felt intuitively and what I've heard others say is that it is just the song of your heart. And I mean, you wouldn't judge yourself if you were to hum a song. Now, that right there, I just hummed. I had never heard that melody before. But in the instant that I was just like, I've never, you know, I would never judge myself for humming a tune. I just came up and I just chose whatever tune as tune as it was coming to me. So because there are no words, there's no judgment. People hum songs all the time, right? But when it comes to singing those songs or speaking words, all of a sudden, if it's not a language I can understand, then I there there's criticism, self-criticism, self-judgment, and maybe even based upon some religious beliefs, some condemnation of it. Don't do that. That's dangerous. That's demonic. That's this. Blah, 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 blah. Insert all the judgment here. But when I began to say, well, what if it doesn't have to make sense? What if I just, if my heart, if my soul wants to speak and it's private and it's just me, then who who cares, right? And so I began to have times when I would speak in what I now would call light language or the I would speak the words of my soul, my spirit, would be the uh, light language just I, I think the 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 term light language may have been a barrier for me at first it's not today I accept the term light language for what it is that I have experienced lately but what I will say is that it is is just me fully expressing what's what's in my heart and with my soul without any concern about any judgment from others. And so if I can do that privately, I mean, why wouldn't I be able to do that? What is going on in my heart and in my life spiritually if I am not free to express what's inside of my heart in the privacy of my own space? And that began to open up a line of questioning of, Wow, what is it that allows me, that is keeping me from being me in private? I mean, I get it. It's it's not like I'm going to go to a restaurant and say, excuse me, everyone, do you mind if I speak in light language here in front of you all? <laughs> I mean, 
that's not what I'm looking at doing here. It's not like I'm I'm even looking to do it in a public gathering at a a local church. It's not even like I'm going to do it in a room with another with any other person. But if I want to do this in the privacy of my own space, in my own time alone, in my time devoted to being one with God in prayer and meditation, why do I feel apprehensive about speaking whatever sounds my my soul wants to speak or sing and i say speak because it was speaking then singing's a whole new situation for me so yeah so i began to have this light language and my mind is saying you're making this up this isn't real and and one day i recorded myself speaking light language and I sent it to Fabian, my coach. And she goes, yeah, that's, that's light language. And, and, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, does she understand what I said? Cause I don't understand what I said. And I, I didn't even, I was too embarrassed to even ask that question. And so there, it's a crazy how, why am I embarrassed to ask questions about things that are genuinely things I want to know about? And I'm paying somebody to answer anyway. Uh, so I dabble with light language here and there, and um, I'm still listening to these rooms from time to time, and I don't do anything with them. And in every session of my coaching, which is once a week, every week since January, and I'm recording this on Thursday, May 19th, so it's been, you know, five months now, five and a half months of weekly sessions with my coach, Fabian, and she speaks light language in every one of my sessions. And uh, there was a time when uh, in in one of our sessions that I spoke light language in a session. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this in front of another human being. Blah, 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 blah. And, and it felt weird. But at the same time, it felt freeing. And, and, and I'm like, and so I'm doing this with my heart and my spirit and my mind is saying, okay, is Fabian going to say, dude, Cliff, what are you doing? Uh, that's not, that's not real. You know, and I'm waiting for the shoe to drop and that never happens. And, and there's a part of me that's afraid to ask, so are you telling me what I just did? Is that real? Or am I making that up? Should I be under? And I still never asked that question. It's crazy. It's just, it, and, and all of this is bringing up for me how much I've been conditioned to, there are questions you don't ask. There are things that you, you, you know, you, you, gosh, what would people think? Or even, yeah, what would people think if they knew you didn't know (laughs) or whatever? It just so many things have come up that I had to break through this fear, this anxiety, this concern, this or that. And slowly God begins to chip away all of those fears, all of those worries, all of those anxieties that are keeping me from just fully being me, which is a divine spiritual being having a human experience. And so I get to the place where, okay, this is, this, okay, this is starting to happen more frequently than, 
than 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 week to week. Normally in my sessions, you know, this happens, and I kind of sit in silence, and and she'll ask me questions. What do you see? What do you feel? And I speak in English and stuff like that. But then all of a sudden, there's like, okay, this this is taking me to a space inside of myself that I that is. It, it's a little metaphysical beyond the physical realm. I'm, I'm engaged in, in something going on in my spirit, my soul that just my mind can't catch up with right now. And for some reason, I begin to start being a little apprehensive. Now, I've been very open with Stephanie, my wife, and told her about all these things that I'm experiencing. But... Uh, even though she's absolutely cool with me doing what I'm doing and where I'm at and all this other stuff, I find myself, even though we have this huge house, gosh, I do these calls on, on, on Monday evenings with Fabian and, and I'm like, you know what? I want to go to a place where I can not disturb Stephanie. If I start speaking in light language or gosh, heaven forbid I sing, um, (laughs) at the time, that's what I was thinking. Uh, you know, what if, you know, Stephanie wouldn't judge me. Stephanie would accept me and stuff like that. But if she's in the kitchen reading, for example, or on the couch in the living room reading, my voice travels pretty well. And she's going to hear me upstairs. And I know she doesn't judge me. She wouldn't mind. She would. She understands what's going on as much as she can understand what's going on. But she's open. My wife is absolutely open to me being me. But even there, I find myself a little apprehensive about letting loose. You know, if I get onto... Now, Stephanie's home all the time. She's reading on the couch a lot. And when I do coaching calls, I don't have any qualms whatsoever about being really loud and talking to my clients as I'm animated and say, I can you believe that? Why would we do this? And blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm really loud in myself and fully embracing who I feel is acceptable for me to be, you know, uh, and, and I never concern myself with what does Stephanie think when she's sitting on the couch about how loud I am and all this other stuff or recording a podcast episode. But for some reason it's like, wow, if I start really speaking in this other language and, and stuff like that, what would Stephanie think? And it's like, she wouldn't care. And it's like, okay, but now Matthew's home from college. You know, he's home for the summer. And McKenna, our youngest, well, she's been going to dance classes on Monday nights during my sessions with Fabian. And now school uh, is coming to an end for this semester, or for this year. And, and so does her dance classes. And so, oh my gosh, what if Megan's or McKenna's home? And I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I need to go find a private place so that I can potentially have the, you know, if I, if something comes up, I can be more free to express whatever comes up in my sessions with Fabian. And so I begin to search for a place uh, that I can have these coaching sessions where I can be completely secluded in private, where I can just have this one-on-one space and I could do whatever. So I do that. I find a place. I, I go to a house that my mom and dad own in Indiana and I go there and in one of the sessions I find that, you know, this is coming up and I'm still embarrassed there and and I think I'm embarrassed to do that in front of Fabian and some of it is singing because privately in my meditations my light language had moved from speaking in another language to singing in another language 
By the way, the other thing I want to tell you is that uh, originally my light language, if I had to guess, I would say that the light language when I first started sounded a lot like what I would imagine to be an Egyptian language, although I don't know that it had any Egyptian and still to my mind, I, 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 I'm like 95% of me believes that it is what I'm about ready to tell you light language is, but uh, 5% of me still thinks I'm just making stuff up. And it doesn't matter because it's not, I'm not trying to speak Egyptian. I'm not trying to speak a language that can be comprehended by someone else with their mind. And it's not the words, it's the language of the soul. It's, it's the vibra, it's the language of vibration. This is now that right there. What I just said is channeled. It's the language of vibration and it has nothing to do with meaning of words that was channeled as well. So I go there and and I start you know singing and 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 I'm like oh you know I'm like oh my gosh this is so embarrassing and but I do it and then I speak in light language and and I'm getting a little bit more bold but I still struggle with this apprehension and all this other stuff and I'll stop there because I just want to stay with the light language part of this for right now uh, versus any of the other things I I may or may not share in, in the future about other topics. But so light language, I was becoming more confident that what I'm doing is light language. It is real. Every bit as real as what other people in these clubhouse rooms that I've been witnessing are doing. Yet, I got to tell you, I went into, it was Friday night? No. Saturday night? I have no idea. It it doesn't matter? No. It wasn't Monday night. It would have been Tuesday night. Okay, so now I know. Tuesday night, this week, I went into one of these light language rooms. Was magnetically drawn to it, by the way. And I... (laughs) uh that i'm gonna uh, yes i was divinely guided to that room beyond any shadow of a doubt and i got there as soon as the room opened and i just listened to these people have conversations occasionally they would speak in light language and they would have more conversations and back and forth and all of a sudden, somebody invited me up on stage, and I came up on stage, and I just sat there. I never, it, it's kind of open mic. Anybody who wants to unmute themselves and say something, they can, but you don't have to. And so I just sat there on stage and listened. And in part of me was like my, my, my spirit within, my inner child within, my, my higher self within says, sing. This is a, this is a safe place. Sing, and I'm like, but I I still I mean I know Fabian thinks that what I'm doing is is light language, but or at least I don't know if she thinks that. I, I she I've she's never told me she doesn't think that it is, uh, and so I and I've never had the courage to ask Fabian if it is, and I and I kind of want to ask these people if what I'm doing it if if it's real. 
but I, I can't even bring myself to ask that question. I'm sitting on the back porch, by the way, during this session. And uh, there is there is just this calm and this peace in this room, this space, these people. And I'm like, my, my spirits begins to, this inner voice inside of me says, you will never have a safer space to fully express yourself beyond what is available to you here. Not to say that you won't have other safer spaces to be. It's just, this is as safe as it gets. These people understand you. Not you, Cliff Ravenscraft. These people understand the divine spiritual being that is you. And so at one point, I somebody asked me if I wanted to do anything, say anything, and, and I told them where I was, and and I'm like, guys, I have no idea. And, and it'd be one thing if I just spoke in light language, but I felt compelled to sing in light language. Now, I, I kind of broke myself out of what I was saying before, light language. Sometimes I would describe some of the times when I do light language, it sounds very Egyptian in style. And there are been a lot lately that has sound very Native American or at least indigenous tribal sounding language. Again, don't know if there's any words that would be intelligible to anybody who ever spoke any language that was similar to what it sounds like, but again, that's not the point. The point is what my soul, what my spirit, and, and what I can tell you is that there in that room on Clubhouse on Tuesday night, I began to sing. My soul began to sing. And it sounded just like there we were sitting around uh, native indigenous people or around a fire, very primordial kind of group of gathering uh, in a circle, a very sacred space around the fire. And, and a ceremonial song, an indigenous song. And my 16-year-old daughter walks down the back patio, or walks down the sidewalk beside the side of the house. And, she, I, and I see her, she's bringing the dog so that I can take him for a walk. And, and here I am singing in this crazy, seemingly sounding uh, Native American song that I'm making up as I go along. And she kind of like, she seems like she's like, oh, I didn't mean to interrupt and I have no idea. And she's going to turn around and I'm like, hey, you know, and she, I, I made eye contact with her and I, and I nudged her to come on over and and so I finished where I was. I probably would have gone longer had she not gone, shown up. But I wasn't totally freaked out. And everybody in the clubhouse room went wild. They're like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. And, and I, I could kind of hear what was going on, but I couldn't hear what they were saying. Because then I'm like having a conversation with McKenna. And she's like, what's this room? What are these people doing? Like, what is that sound? And, and, and yeah. 
And then just like, oh my gosh, it felt so good to be free, to let that out. And so this idea of light language and, and the sound, the singing of the soul has been something that has been heavy in my mind and in my heart. And when I meditated yesterday morning, I began to have my, my, my inner child, my soul, my higher self, my spirit within me. It's like, I want to sing more. I want to do that again. Thank you for letting me do that. And, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And it felt so good to just let down all of the guards, take off all of the masks, all of the personas and just fully be me. And so I did. And I did it again Wednesday night, last night. And it was recorded. And it was... Wow. It was like a homecoming. Now, what I want to tell you is that... Remember when I told you I would take Leo for those walks... Under the stars listening to these light language rooms I'd be listening to them in light language and I'd be looking at the stars and some connection seemed to be being made there I didn't understand it like I said I believe that their souls were speaking to my soul not something I could understand with my mind but my spirit within me understood and then as I would be walking out under the stars without listening to Clubhouse, without listening to this, I would look up the stars and I would all I would, I would almost speak. Actually, no, I wouldn't almost. I'd say hi, good to see you guys tonight. And I and I would imagine inside of my heart, inside of my spirit, I felt them saying hello back. We see you. We got you we're here for you. And, and I, and I'm like, my mind's like, okay, I can't ever tell anybody that I'm doing this. (laughs) And here I am recording a podcast episode about it. So here's what happened next. So I had this second experience. I I got in my car last night and and went to a solitary place where I wouldn't be interrupted so that if I did feel prompted to sing again in a light language room, that I would do so and, and not be distracted and nobody would interrupt it. And I did in front of this group of people, some of them complete strangers and you know, and I'm doing this on Clubhouse of all places where, you know, thousands of people from my community follow me who could have seen the notification that I'm in here doing this. But I'm like, I, and I sat, by the way, on Tuesday night, I had sat in that room for an hour and a half before I finally followed the nudging, the prompting to do it. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, I, 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 and Wednesday night, I'm like, okay, well, I've, I've done that now. Now I can just do this again, right? Except for the fact I sat for an hour and a half again last night before 
I spoke up and somebody says, Cliff, do you want to do anything? I said, I feel I'm just bathing in this space and uh, just really enjoy the vibration of, of just being here. I feel connected and I feel prompted to do something, to say something, but I'm not ready yet. And they said, great, no worries. Whenever you're ready, just come off the mic and, and do, do your thing. And I said, thank you. And that the person who asked me, Nicole, and she, she talked about her story of being authentically herself and the fact that everybody in the room has seen her messy as messy can be, but it's all about being you authentically. And that's what's beautiful. And, and, and as she's saying this, my soul and my spirit is speaking to me. Just do it, Cliff. Just do it. And then I, I un, went off the mic, talked for a little while, explained everything, and then I burst out in, in a light language song again. So, and they're like, welcome home, brother. And I felt the homecoming. And, and this is crazy sounding to my mind. And I'm not so much concerned right now in the moment. <laughs> about what you'll think if you hear this and I'm thinking already this could be a talk on my insight timer this could be a new episode of the encouraging others through Christ podcast which is very public Uh, and so I may put this out and uh, right now as I'm recording it I'm not concerned about what anybody will think about me or about what I'm ready to do but uh, or to share But what I can tell you is that there are these human beings that were in this room. And the human beings relatively were strangers, other than the fact that I recognize them from seeing them in other clubhouse rooms. It's not like I know them. It's not like I'd call them friends. Some of them I'm I'm following on clubhouse. Some of them are following me. But in all essence, to the mind, these people are pretty much strangers for the most part. Maybe one I, one or two I might know more than the others. But everyone else seems, from a human standpoint, complete stranger. But when they use their soul light language and I use my soul light language, it's like this is, this is a family that I've always known. And in fact, it, it only occurred to me afterwards that uh, that night, last night, after I, that room went down, I went out for a walk and I look up at the stars and I'm like, that's us. We're, we're out there and, and we're everywhere and we're connected and we're one. We are family. The, I, there's something that that occurred to me it's like this is my I am presence so this is something else that came up in my meditation yesterday morning my spirit said to me Cliff here's a picture here's a vision and that vision was me creating podcast content where I may speak and or sometimes sing in light language and I'm like okay 
but there's going to be a lot of work that has to happen for me to be able to do that. To be that free, to be that willing, to be that vulnerable. I don't know that I'm that far along yet. And so, as I said, I'm, I've been sitting here in my car in a solitary place where I won't be interrupted. And I knew I was going to come. I thought I was going to read, but my spirit says no. You, The inner voice within says, take the recorder with you. And I'm like, well, what am I going to record? I just take the recorder with you. And I'm like, okay, I'll take the recorder with me. And then I get here. Have I read anything? No. Have I opened up a book? No. It's time to record. And I'm like, but what am I going to record? Don't worry about it. And that's the other thing. When I was about ready to sing both times, when I was on Tuesday night and Wednesday night singing in light language, I'm like, but shouldn't I know words? <laughs> I, shouldn't I know what sounds? Shouldn't I know the tone? Shouldn't I know this? And my mind is trying to, like, you have no idea what you're about ready to say. You don't know how it's going to sound. You don't know any of that stuff. And I'm like, I know, but I will in that moment. It is not about the words. It's about, it is about the resonant tone and, and following the freedom to embrace the energy and essence that is you. So I, I sang. Now, I'm telling you that before I hit the record button on this recording, I had zero idea, no idea at all about anything that I would say in this episode. But that's not a big deal because I can always tell stories about what I've experienced and I've counted I have countless thousands of episodes. Okay, no, okay. If if I can say there are thousands, then I could count them. So I have many thousands of episodes where I tell stories of things that I'm experiencing. But with that being said, what the first thing I felt prompted to share in this episode is that this is a channeled message, and in my meditation yesterday. Um, it it became clear that that sometimes I will do light language, and I may communicate something to other to the souls of others, activating something inside of them, helping them to remember a part of who they are, their true identity in God, and because I felt compelled to say this is my first recorded public channeled message I'm ready to give you a channeled message I have no idea about ready what's ready to come except for four words in English and it has everything the, the four words in English have everything to do with the story that I've shared if you have been feeling called to be on some kind of weird spiritual journey that makes no sense and it goes against everything you've ever been taught to believe about your relationship with God. If this makes you feel uneasy, just turn this off. If it makes you feel worried, scared, and afraid, 
turn this off because fear is not of God. So if you're fearful, then then turn this off. If you're drawn to listen to this, ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. And if it's only to judge me or to condemn me or to make a decision it's like this is a guy I never want to really be too involved with anymore and all that other stuff, I'm going to tell you, ask, my, ask yourself, is that unconditional love? Because that's what God is. Four words in English, and then I'm going to, I'm going to either speak and or sing in light language. The four words. They're just as much for me if they are for you as well. Actually, I just now realized that uh, the first one is there. There's um, one of the words is actually it's four phrases. Let go is is a phrase. It's and that's two words. So it's maybe five words. All right, ready? Four words in English. Relax. Surrender. Let go. Trust. Relax. Surrender. Let go. Trust. Relax. Surrender. Let go. Trust. Haya tohin nihin chundahi. Toy hayan moindahiti. Toy nahan toin hinting kinton hai toy oin toy. Toy handahita ho hiti he. Toy and I hint on him no he a haunty sicato yet I. Hayato hito in no hentoi he a in tongai. Hoya she tell him when I hand I do ya nay I toy. Hoya she tell her nay. Your he hauntoy Hoi anaya naya hunda bonaya antoya naya haya hunda hi hunai haya noya hunga inaya hunda monaya nung 
Oh.